Hello, my fellow listeners, and welcome back to the ninth episode of Chalice of Hope. I'm your host, Jason, and I would like to wish you guys, you know, all a, you know, happy start of the weekend. You know, no matter what you're doing, you know, if you're a student or you're, you know, or you're working full time, you know, I hope that, you know, you have an amazing weekend. And I hope that, you know, you're able to, you know, take some time to rest or, you know, whatever stressing you out for that week, you know, I hope that, you know, you use this weekend to, you know, detox and, you know, or, you know, maybe use it to find a way to finally solve the issue that you're struggling with. And, you know, for me personally, you know, I'm going to use this weekend to, you know, reflect. I'm going to use this weekend as a form of introspection, you know, learning more about, you know, myself and my generation, you know, and going off that topic, I'm going to be discussing, you know, it's another very, it's a topic which, you know, a lot of Gen Z people feel, but I think it's not expressed enough. And, you know, it's almost, you know, looked down upon, you know, by others. And, you know, the the topic I'm talking about today is, you know, we as Gen Z, you know, we feel, you know, a lack of warmth. And what I mean by that is we we feel kind of disconnected. We feel, you know, detached emotionally. And, you know, when I'm talking about warmth, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, being cold or you just, it's something as simple as, you know, wearing something, wearing another layer. You know, this type of warmth is something internal. It's an emotion which we are, we feel deprived of. And, you know, I think, you know, Warmth is one of the most important, you know, emotions for growth. You know, warmth gives you the feeling of hope. Warmth gives you, it gives you like, it's like, it's one of those emotions which I value and I view as something, you know, in terms of the hierarchy, I think warmth is definitely one of the top, you know, Warmth has the ability, if you can achieve warmth, you know, it'll help with many other, you know, lower level emotions. And, you know, and it's also like it helps with, you know, it's also like it, it like it strengthens other emotions too, which is very good. And it's an emotion which, you know, not many are the same. And I think, you know, talking about, you know, Gen Z, you know, there could be so many jokes made about Gen Z, you know. Oh, look at these people. They're youngins, you know. They don't understand the, the truth about the world. You know, they're joking about, you know, they're wanting to die. But, you know, you know, as a, as one of the fellow Gen Zers, you know, we, you know, we make jokes and quotes, you know, about, you know, wanting to die, you know. And, you know, people look at it, it's like, oh, why are these guys making jokes out of it? You know, it's it's a serious topic. And, you know, I think, and to answer the first part, you know, 
I think that's where we feel the first part of our disconnect, you know, our lack of warmth, the feeling of coldness, because we have, we as Gen Zers, we operate differently. You know, we aren't the traditional, you know, we don't express our emotions traditionally and what our thoughts are traditionally, you know, I think one of the things which you need to understand about the Gen Z people is, you know, we find solace in making jokes, you know, because jokes are things which we can all relate to. But, you know, and, you know, this this joke, this you know, this running joke about, you know, wanting to die, you know, it holds some truth to it, you know. We as Gen Zers are lost. You know, we are looked down upon by, you know, by older people, you know, by society. We don't, you know, we're, we're thought to be as kids, you know, rebellious, you know, and that's why we make these jokes, you know, because, you know, if we truly address our issues to people, you know, I think that, you know, they wouldn't care. And so we rely on jokes, you know, to spread our message, you know, because, you know, it might be, you know, something that's like a simple, like, chuckle or, you know, a meme, gif, whatever it may be, you know, you can feel it. And I think that's something which, you know, Gen Z people are known for, you know, we aren't known for, you know, expressing our emotions through words, you know, we express our emotions through, you know, pictures, visual things, you know, and especially for me, you know, I'm one of those people, you know, if I look at a picture, I can perfectly relate to the emotion being present. However, you know, it's hard for me to just talk about it. And I think that is such an important topic, you know, that connects with this feeling of being cold, you know, not feeling the warmth is because people don't understand that. People don't understand the fact that we operate differently. You know, when I think about, you know, I guess the generations, you know, I would say the millennials are, you know, they are the transition phase, you know, technology is just becoming increasingly prevalent. And now that we are Gen Z, we have utilized this new technology and this new life. And we spread our, you know, our interests, our jokes, our feelings through the internet. And, you know, people look down upon us because, you know, that sounds stupid, you know, and, you know, or they just look at it and it sounds like immature, you know, why would you say that through a joke? And I think, you know, it's just that people don't understand us. People, you know, they don't understand us. So they look down upon us, you know, because we don't follow this, the traditional norm. You know, we don't follow what, you know, older generations did. And, you know, we are looking for change. And I think, you know, when it comes to, you know, looking at the Gen Z, you know, of course we're young, you know, since we were young, you know, we're more able to utilize all the resources to us. And with technology, that's one of the easiest forms of 
you know, of expressiveness. And because, you know, we are just starting to utilize it to the max, you know, others don't really, they feel, you know, or they look down upon us because, you know, change, you know, we're taking a step in a different direction. You know, we're taking a step that's, you know, it's getting a lot of hate because, you know, it's different, you know. And I, I, to be honest, I can't fully describe it, but I think many of us Gen Z people understand it. You know, it's kind of like an unspoken rule, you know, like we kind of feel left out. We kind of feel like the ugly duckling. And, you know, since that, you know, since we are that ugly duckling, you know, we're young, you know, so that means that we are susceptible to change, you know, you know, we are very volatile and something as small as, you know, being looked upon or not actually no something as small as, you know, a change could really affect us Gen Zers, you know, call us emotional, you know, call us, you know, over-exaggerated, over-exaggerative, but, you know, we express ourselves very intently, you know, you know, and, you know, even if we get looked down upon, you know, even if we get you know, completely beaten down by older generations, society, you know, we try our best, you know, to put a smile on our face, you know, and that is one of the things which I believe is one, is something which is why we also lead to this feeling of coldness, you know, we get beaten down, we get trashed on, you know, we are just being down by society, schooling, work, or, you know, just everything in general. And, you know, we are taught, you know, to put a smile on our face. And when you have dissonance between two emotions, you know, it breaks you. And I think that's why Gen, Z's, Gen Z people are struggling the most. It's because we are inherently feeling the opposite of what we are expressing. And, you know, I think, you know, I'm looking at all the downsides, but I think it's important to address these before you address the, the other parts of it. And it's just like, you know, we, we respect older generations. We, we respect, you know, the people older than us, or, you know, we are forced to respect them because of the you know, the increasing power or, you know, the, like the hierarchy that older people possess. And, you know, I think once you feel restricted in that nature, you start to lose the part of yourself. And that part is warmth, you know? And I think something which, you know, it's, an imperative part of being a Gen Z person is, you know, change. You know, we are leading the revolution of change in basically any aspect you can think about. And because, you know, we are more willing to address our thoughts. And even though we address our thoughts, you know, 
we get a bunch of backlash. You know, we get a bunch of hate. And, you know, our views are, you know, I would describe them as being non-traditional, you know, maybe a little bit avant-garde even. But it's, it's important for me to address this because, you know, we want change to happen. You know, we don't like this norm, you know. This, this norm that people held on to for who knows how long. We don't like it. So we want to do things differently. And, you know, some people like it. You know, some people want like a progressive mindset. And then others, you know, they don't like it. And, you know, something I talked about last podcast is, you know, how hate is louder than praise. And, you know... Because of our rebellious nature, you know, hate has such an impactful downside to our mindset. And it also has a very impactful impact, a very impactful effect on our emotions and our mental. You know, think about it like this. You you finally had enough of you know, someone beating you up and stealing your lunch money, you know? So now you want to get back to them. You know, you want to get, you want to get your, you know, I guess you want to, you want, we want to call it revenge. You know, we want us, we want to at least, you know, give them what they deserve. You know, maybe you want justice, but then, you know, but then you realize You know, these teachers, you know, these principals, you know, they're supporting the bully. So now what will you do? You know, now you have no one on your side. And I think that's something which, you know, we kind of, you know, it may be loosely related, but I think that's a perfect example of how we feel. You know, the people who are negative, who go against you, you know, you have, they have the support because people you know, like I said in the last podcast, people like loud and they like hate. And, you know, we want to fight back. You know, we want retaliation for being treated unfairly. But, you know, at the same time, we respect them, but, and we also don't have the power to. Why? Because, you know, they have this hierarchy where there's, we're just kids. And, you know, that's where we have this pent-up frustration you know i think if you talk to a lot of gen z people you know i think frustration is very common you know frustration in basically every aspect of life and we have we feel like we've had enough and you know but we can't really do anything about it and we want to You know, we want to express our emotions, you know, and that's why we've been, you know, in recent times, you know, I'm extremely happy, you know, that I think, yeah, you know, I think our voices have been heard and partially, you know, we've been, we've been definitely, you know, been more vocal about, you know, mental well, mental well, mental wellness and, you know, there's a lot more other things, you know. And we want to, you know, we want to change the stigma. 
and you know some changes yes they happen slowly but you know at least we're putting in every effort that we have to making change happen and you know backtracking a little bit you know and going into my second topic is you know because we've started to utilize technology more we've been you know more exposed to social media and i think you know especially as the you know as one of the younger people social media is a must you know if you want to connect with a younger person you know social media is the easiest way to do it and i think this is one of the reasons why or this is also a very impactful reason why we feel cold because i think you know especially during you know i guess older generations you know i think you know body image wasn't you know widely accepted you know body image in the sense that you know you have to be skinny perfectly fit six pack you know tall and you know and you know you go on social media and you see all these you know celebrities these older people and you know they have this you know idealized body type you know they have this body which you know people praise them for you know why because it's physique you know or you know it's just like the norm which people have settled on in the past you know and because of social media and how it operates you know it's very easy to fall into the trap of i guess being brainwashed you know being sucked into the norm and it's the idea that you know because this person has a six pack you know because this person is fit you know they'll you know they'll get more you know they'll get more likes you know they'll get more relate they'll get more you know relationships you know they'll get they'll be better in life but you know it's not true you know you can have a six pack and you know you can be struggling but you know people don't see that on social media because it's a picture it's a caption and people lie a lot and you know they try to flex on social media and you know especially since we look at these things and we're on social media every day we are exposed to these things whether micro you know like on a micro level or you know through celebrities and stuff but i think you know which people don't understand is you know these people make up the 1% or you know maybe even more you know like these people you know they fit every possible check for what is seen as norm norm is successful or you know what yields the best results and you know we look at these things and we're like we compare ourselves to them and i think that's something which you know a lot of older generation people like to do they like to compare us and we as gen z people don't like that we hate it you know ask any person who's in college or in high school middle school even you know ask them what they like being compared to i can tell you 90% of them will say no 90% of the people will say you know they hate being compared to someone who you know they think is smarter or you know they 
who their parents view as smarter because, or, you know, they're better looking or whatever. And they put these, you know, these, these, their, their viewpoints into you. And, you know, over time, you know, it breaks you down. And I think at some point, you know, it'll break you. It'll break your warmth. And that's definitely what happened to a lot of Gen Z people, you know? You know, the idea of comparison is one of the main reasons why, you know, social media is so hindering. Yet, it also has a lot of benefits at the same time. And, you know, I'm extremely happy, you know? One of the things that, you know, Gen Z's people are pushing forward to is, you know, self-love. You know, love yourself because, you know, it's your own life. You don't need to compare it to others. You know, live life how you want to. You know, if you want to, you know, if you want to become a pro gamer, if you want to travel the world, YouTuber, influencer, you know, as Gen Z people, you know, if we took aside, you know, pe- you know, parents' mindsets, viewpoints being implemented into us, you know, we would support it. You know, we'd be like, go for it 100%, you know, live your life. And, you know, I think it's, you know, it's going to take time before, you know, it actually is implemented, you know, before change is actually seen. But, you know, this is one of the, the, the solutions which I addressed. And I think a lot of people find to be one of the remedies towards, you know, being looked down upon is, you know, yes, they can talk trash about us, you know, they can look down, they can, you know, they can kick sand into our mouths, but you know what? We will love ourselves no matter what. And we won't let that hinder our happiness. And you know, also the, the like one of my one of the things I'm extremely happy about with Gen Z people is, you know, the addressing of mental wellness. You know? Especially since parents, you know, they never really taught it. And you know, they always taught, you know, just push through it, you know, you'll get over it. And you can't really tell that to someone who's struggling. You know, that's not, that actually causes more problems than benefits. And, you know, I'm happy that change is happening, but, you know, I hope that, you know, older generation people are, you know, they're more understanding about mental wellness, you know, and, you know, what we're going through, and, you know, at least trying to understand it. And then, you know, the last topic I'm going to be addressing is I think. It's also something which is often overlooked. And, you know, that is, you know, we want the feeling of warmth from people we love and trust. And, you know, especially with Gen Z people, you know, I think because the world is against us, you know, because we are looked down upon, we are beaten up, you know, our only form of warmth are those that we love and trust and, you know, that will be there for you 100%. And... I think we kind of feel, you know, it's kind of like in the sense that, you know, these people are our drugs, you know, these people are our only form of, you know, expressing and, you know, our only form of, you know, escaping whatever the stigma is of the world and, you know, being able to talk to someone which you relate to. And, you know, I think, you know, we want to, yeah, we want to talk to the people we trust, you know, 
we want them, you know, to understand us. But I think at the same time, we feel stressed and are hesitant because, you know, we're scared that our problems will, you know, it'll snowball and affect them, you know? And it's almost saddening, you know, to see, you know, me, my friends, other people, you know? It's, it's sad to see that, you know, these people, they feel lost because, you know, you know, they don't want to, or they think that no one understands them. And, you know, they think that no one will truly feel what they feel. And in reality, I think it's because, you know, they're just too scared to express emotions. You know, I think, especially with us, you know, we are very open to talking about things that we don't like, but we are hesitant to express our emotions. I think because, you know, the stigma of, you know, we'll be seen as weak by other people. But, you know, that's not, that's not true, you know? Your friends will be there for you 100%, 100% of the time, you know? If they truly are your friends, they want you to see, they want to, to be happy. They want you, you know, to succeed in life, you know, to do the things that you enjoy. And I think also, which is imperative to talk about is, you know, I think people, they feel lost, you know? They feel lost in the sea of fish, you know? But what they don't understand is, you know, that there are other fish next to them. And, you know, they are also struggling the same as you. And I think, you know, we we think that, you know, we're living life alone. And that's one of the biggest problems which I think a lot of people struggle with is, you know, you're not alone, you know? There are other people who are struggling with you and there's other people who want to help you. And, you know, this is why you need to build relationships or, you know, to reach out because, you know, that fish swimming next to you or, you know, that fish swimming, you know, a little bit away from you, you know, they could be your lifelong friends. Those could be your people who you can talk to, you know, because they understand you. And, you know, it may take time, you know, it may take time for you to reach out. It may take time for you to open up, but you know, it's worth every ounce of energy because, you know, at least for myself, you know, through this podcast, you know, it's so relieving to talk about what's on my mind. It's so relieving to finally, you know, talk about what's on, what's on my chest or, you know, what's been going through my mind. And, you know, for all those who are listening, you know, I hope that, you know, if you're a Gen Z, you know, I hope that you relate to the things which I talk about, you know, I hope that you understand that, you know, you're not alone, you know, whether these issues I address are, you know, they directly impact you or not, you know, I hope that, you know, you benefit from it, you know, if you're an older person, you know, I hope that you understand that what we are going through, you know, this is one story, you know, but my one story could equate to 500,000 more, 1 million more, you know, it could be a commonality, which a lot of people face. And I hope you understand that, you know, we're trying our best, you know, and, you know, it may be different, you know, it may be ambiguous to you, you know, how we operate, you know, because we live in a different world than you do. But, you know, I hope that, you know, you don't try to beat us down, you know, or, you know, you don't try to, you know, make us seem like outcasts, you know, because we are humans too, you know, we have emotions. You know, and we're doing our best for, you know, for ourselves and, you know, for future generations. And, you know, especially with us, you know, we want change to happen. You know, we want to, 
make things, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, the norm is different. You know, we want to break norms, you know, we want to break these things, which, you know, were set in stone, but, you know, now that we are Gen Zers, you know, we're shedding light on the problems with them, you know, and I want you guys, you know, to stand next to us. You know, I want you guys to, you know, understand our struggle. You know, I want you guys to understand and listen, you know, I don't want you guys, you know, to just, you know, whatever we say, you know, it just goes over your head, you know, because we're Gen Z people, you know, we say nonsense, you know. Yes, I understand that, you know, sometimes we say some stupid stuff, you know. But also at the same time, we also say some things which are pretty, you know, influential. And, you know, one of the things which I want to preach is, you know, I want you to trust us. You know, I think that's a very hard thing to do, you know. Who would want to trust a Gen Z person, you know. But I want to tell you guys, you know, trust in us you know i want you guys you know whoever you're listening you know i want you guys to have faith in us you know because we want change just like you guys do and you know and we want to you know we want to have a better future for future generations and you know we know that change will happen slowly you know but you know we want it to happen eventually and, you know, that's one of the things which I've been preaching, you know, you have to have that hope, you know, our chalice of hope is what is guiding us to a better future, especially as a Gen Z person. Yep. And, you know, with that, I am done talking about, you know, just the shedding light on what it's like being a Gen Z. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you guys have a great start of the weekend. Bye-bye.